Louis Erickson has agreed to a six-year deal with Vancouver Canucks. Yo, what's Bappin' Sports fans? Episode 69. This is the Nasty Sex episode. Uh, my name is Aaron. With me is Stefan. Um, Hello. I didn't realize it was 69. That's, yeah, uh, it's that's crazy. awesome. I guess it's actually like, because we we haven't started counting our bonus episodes until like later. Until it was this right. season. Yeah. So there, there's yeah. been like quite a few more episodes, but in, uh, I don't know why we took so long to do that. That's kind of like the meta of, uh, of, I know, podcasting. of podcasting. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, this is episode 69. Uh, we can get a little nasty with it. Yeah. So I've been, my Instagram have completely ruined my algorithm because me, <laughs> yeah. uh, me and Ben from, from Eat Chain, yeah. if the listeners are familiar, friend of Stefan and I's. We just send back and forth like, oh, those guys that take like videos of like their their Mustangs, and then put um, like really horny captions on it. That I, I guess you're supposed to send to like whoever you're talking to or your your partner or girlfriend or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just gonna read some of them. Okay. Um, I want to. I've seen. I think I've seen you posting some of them. I've been. Yeah. Really, we've, like. Yeah. We've been been sharing them back. I don't really put the really horny ones in my story. Like, my Instagram story is funny because it's usually like videos of uh, Cole Campbell dancing or. Yes. Um, I've started putting in some of these like weepy mid forties guys who post like basically Tumblr shit on their Instagram yes. stories to uh, of course to try and get laid, but. And then I like wonder why like someone I went on a date with five years ago is like unfollowed <laughs> me on Instagram. Um, I thought we had a mutual respect, even though we haven't seen each other. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I want to bury spelt wrong my face in your. Yeah. I think it's his tits. It's T and then the cherry emoji and an S. So okay. I think that the cherries are supposed to symbolize tits. Sure. Um, till I fall asleep and wake up four hours later and I'm still in your tits. Okay, that sort of reminds me of um, remember that that old Facebook post where the kid was like, "I would I would bury my dick in your ass so deep, it's like King Arthur's sword or whatever." Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, I was clicking on these. I was clicking on these these things that just took me to their individual pages, not the individual ones that um, Ben and I have sent back. Okay, okay, here we go. When I lay down and penetrate you. I'm not oh just boy. making love to your body. I'm reclaiming what's been mine for many lifetimes. I'm reclaiming the other half of my soul. Jesus Christ. That's a quote from uh, Amen Amari uh, at Real Men Movement. That sucks. Yeah. That sucks really bad. God um, damn. <laughs> okay, how about this one? This one's got a picture of a, again, it's a Mustang. Yeah. Uh, IDC. I don't care if it's going to be colder this winter. I'm sticking my eggplant emoji sure into yo pussy so we could get warm cry laugh emoji oh, oh man um and then my favorite one is this kid tokyo 200t who uh i say kid because he like posts like selfie videos too where he's like 
got a whole bunch of filters on to like make his yeah. complexion more blurry, but it's definitely still it's a team. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it's like POV, it's 2025, and you text your group chat, uh, screenshot proof that you were following VizCup. Oh, right, wrong kid. Before he was fam- a famous real content creator. Okay. Um, so, I mean, he's kind of made it. He's on a podcast now. But uh, this, this Tokyo guy is real nasty. Um, hate talking to a girl with big titties. Like, what are you even saying, Miss Milky? And then there's a milk emoji and the, the emoji of the smiling face with the hearts around it. Oh, that's quite, that's so bad. Yeah. That's really bad. Oh, <laughs> no. Vizkip is like more of like a depressed guy that was like, he had this post uh, where he was like, don't kill yourself. Your pets will wonder where you are. Your parents will think you failed. And then the next one's like, what would you rather uh, never go to school again or get paid money to go to school? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I gotta, I gotta find the real, the real, uh, real shit one. Okay. Here we go. Um, this one's got too many emojis in it. So it's like she, and then it's the lick emoji. My yeah. eggplant emoji. So sure. sloppy, but this instead of an O and sloppy, it's the um the raindrop emoji. Okay. That's that, smart. That I gotta wipe my peach emoji, my ass. Sure. When I get up, cry laugh emoji. And then it's just like a video of a bridge at night. <laughs> oh and then the God, worst man. one I've found yet. Yeah. Um, very insensitive. Uh so it's like I want her to sit on my face, faces with like the it's like a pained emoji instead of letter A. Sure. And refuse to get off like Rosa Parks. And then it's this smiling oh. demon emoji. And then again, the, the squirting one. Come on, man. That's... Can't be saying that. <laughs> you can't be saying that. Oh, I, can we talk about Outlaw instead? <laughs> man, was, if Outlaw was like, I mean, I guess Outlaw has sort of gotten horny online before. Yeah, um, a little bit. Are you but, a bowling ball? Because I'm trying to put three fingers inside of you. Again, this is a video of a Mustang in a parking lot. Right. Okay. And it's their Mustang or it's just a Yeah, stock? I think so. Okay. I think. Unless okay. they're like, a, no, well, yeah, because the one guy had a GoFundMe in his bio asking for $3,000 to help mod his Mustang. That, oh my God. That's such an insane reason for a GoFundMe. <laughs> Ah, oh, holy shit! Um, That's so funny to own a Mustang and then and then ask for like charity to like yeah. Well, I mean, fuck, man! Oh, that's really good. God damn it! You know who I was got, thinking you know about the other day yeah, was for it, um, it. uh, who was the guy who pretended to be a doctor? Oh, Chris Lowe. Yeah, and he would take pictures in front the of like supercars and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I what was th- I? There was one that stuck with me for a while. One post he had where he was like. Didn't you say there was like someone had like negative five thousand blood? Or yeah, something? something like that. Oh fuck, I'm not really a good Chris Lowville uh, historian. Like I know, like Tom or uh, Michael would be better to ask. Yeah, yeah, we gotta have we gotta have some of the guys on just to just to talk freaks just to talk on nasty, just to like Maybe not part, even talk yeah. hockey, just to do a full freak episode. Honestly, Pretty- <laughs> <laughs> something that I find funny is like on WFYM, like I'm more of like the straight man. And clearly yeah. on Block Party, you're like the the wacky guy that grosses out John. And then yeah. on this show, it's kind of flipped around where I'm talking about, uh, girl, are you like a guitar neck? Because I want to... No, wait. Are you a guitar? Because I want to squeeze, squeeze your neck and hear you make noises. Fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. You, I mean, you find some... I, I think part of it is like not being on Twitter anymore, really. Like, 
you you see less of that stuff and like yeah. i guess you're seeing this on instagram but like, uh, yeah. i'm seeing like less of you guys like posting it i guess i'll see it on your story from time to time yeah no really it's really good. just my story and like ben and i will like share images back and forth i've kind of been putting some of them on my uh my tl like, yeah. there's a pretty funny one um <laughs> that i saw last night that was like if your best friend put a gun to your head what are your last words <laughs> <laughs> and gun for some reason is in like a red text with like uh quotes around it so i don't know that's if that's... that's really good i i like yeah. that a lot I, that's that's a very good one um man yeah i mean i i miss twitter but i miss like what twitter used to be obviously it's like not um, yeah my my, tw- my twitter app's like really broken now i don't know if um oh, they'll fix that, I'm or sure. something i'm sure they'll i'm sure they'll fix that don't worry i'm sure yeah, no, it's fixed. like so on the weekend, I love waking up and like, oh, wow, I got like eight hours of posts to read. I got to see what yep. all the Australians were saying last night. Yeah. But then my timeline starts loading after an hour on mobile and then I just can't see shit. If I restart the app, I can load new tweets, but it that's like really doesn't good. let me see anything that's old. That's so good. I think yeah. we, we talked about this. Did we talk about this in the last episode where the search is so broken because, oh, no, I may have been talking about this with John. I, I forget, but um the search is so broken so if you're searching for like specific player news mm-hmm. um what'll happen is like let's say i'm searching for news about like rutger mcgrordy or something mm-hmm. right you'll end up getting a shit ton of and i feel like it didn't used to be like this but you'll end up getting because i still have my hockey account right yeah. just specifically for hockey news i'm not posting on there but um you will get a bunch of accounts of like rutger mcgrordy fangirls yeah yeah, and yeah. the, the and so you'll have to like block those accounts and I'm sure they're like nice kids or whatever. Right. But like you have to block the accounts because otherwise that's all you see on the search As, bar is yeah. like, because their name is like, we love Rucker McGordy and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well that's great. But I'm search I'm trying to find out if Winnipeg's going to sign him at the end of the year, you know? Yeah. As, as like a, impossible. Uh, as a, <laughs> who'd I own this? Nico Heischer. Yeah. I haven't oh, been in a fantasy league. Like the when Devils he was have a back, lot of, he has a lot of a ton like, of stands. Yeah. Yeah. Like Luke Hughes, man. I mean, I have Luke Hughes in, in my other keeper league. Right. And right, like, yeah. trying to find news for him is like, it's hard sometimes because like they're, they have a lot of fangirls and fanboys, you know, rightfully so they're awesome. But, um, man. And I mean, speaking of the devils, we're going yeah, to, yeah, that's a great segue here, into, uh, last night's game. Cause this is a hockey podcast. It is ostensibly a hockey podcast. Um, yeah. yeah. So Canucks, Devil. Well, I guess there's been two games since we last recorded. The, that St. Louis game is one of those ones that means less to me. Yeah, we don't have to talk about well, that. It was fucking, <laughs> fucking boring. Um, yeah, it was. That was to me. I mean, it was more interesting than the one against the Wild, but not by much. Yeah. Um. I mean, like, is there a real discernible difference between that game and then one where the Canucks got some bounces? Like, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, that one. Look. We can, it's our podcast. We can choose what we talk about. I don't want to yeah, talk about that true. game. But I don't know that like <laughs> that five, two win over the predators or whatever. Sure. From, like yeah. middle of December. Like, yeah, I, the Canucks got a few more bounces. I don't know if their play was that much better or worse. Like, I guess the only interesting thing about it is we don't usually see the Canucks come back from behind in the third or have to play to try and like even up a game and yeah. they okay. Obviously not enough. Um, I think the biggest yeah. thing from that game was, was the Kuzmenko scratch, right? In favor of sure. Linus Carlson. Uh, there yeah. was the thing about that, like they were looking for a goal late, and you'd probably want to have someone that's like creative, like Kuzmenko, out there to try and get some some shit going. And yeah. the debate online was like, well, wouldn't you have liked to have Kuzmenko with with PD because uh, he had Sam Lafferty up there, and then 
I know Durant's pulled up their like time together five on five numbers, and that yeah. should be easy enough to find. But basically, they'd scored a bunch of goals with Kuzmenko on the ice, but also let in a bunch. And then yeah. they'd scored like fractionally less with uh, Lafferty as the third man on that line, but um, they'd let in a lot less. Uh, yeah. And Durant, you post a lot. Let me find your numbers for money puck. He, he man. does love to post. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, here we go. So yeah, in 165 minutes, um, Kuzmenko with Patterson and Mikheyev, 13 goals for 15 against. So differential minus two and 53% of expected goals. And then in 105 minutes, so 60 less, which is pretty significant, but Lafferty on that line, six goals for one against 58% expected Corsi. Yeah. And I, I understand that argument. I think it's fair or whatever. Um, but I also don't think you can argue that like Linus Carlson gives the Canucks a better chance to win than than Kuzmenko. Oh yeah, De- I mean definitely not. Kuzmenko looked good yesterday. I mean he had his yeah that line actually I thought looked uh, looked really good. They did um, look good. Obviously that's not the line that everyone's talking about. No, I, like, there, there was an incredible I, yeah. I, I mean that I'm was happy so because cool. the line came up right. But yes. like before the game started, I was like, I think when we record tomorrow, I want to talk about like what the lineup might look like with the with the lotto line. Like, how could they make this work? Like Pew Suters looked really good. I think having him yeah. with Mikheyev, and then I don't know who the other winger would be. Basically what I wanted. I guess it was Kuzmenko. Yeah, Th- that line. They got benched a little bit in the third, which. Or at least Kuzmenko did. Like, I think I saw Lafferty on that line a couple of times. Yeah. I mean, um, Kuzmenko still can't really be trusted defensively. Yeah. Road, like, he, so. he definitely needs to move his legs a little bit more. But I mean, he yeah. had like just under 13 minutes of five on five ice time, which is a lot. He actually had more five on five ice time than Dakota Joshua. Now that I'm looking at it, like 18 wow. seconds less than Connor Garland's, like 30 seconds less than Bluger. So, like, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's absolutely. like way more runway than he's been getting. But then you look at like their I'm on natural stat trick. They fucking out Corsi them 15, or 18 to five. Wow. That was the best line in terms of Corsi last night for this team. Um, 78%. Now, the lotto line also really good. They played three more minutes or 18, 11 courses for 62%. They also had like an insane expected goals for. Uh, where is this? Where is this? Where is this? Yeah, they had 78% of expected goals at 5-on-5, and then four actual goals at 5-on-5, which you also love to see. I guess, like, the Kuzmenko line was scored against once. Um, Really, all the lines last night, I thought, looked very good. It was just like, I mean, the score doesn't really tell a story, but that was, like, other than maybe, like, the Dallas game, and I think you can throw the San Jose and Edmonton blowouts out the window to an extent, but other than... Uh, those games, like that was their best. They were unreal. Like, I think they yeah. were so good. I think this was the best they played all year because, like, yeah, y- yes, they looked pretty dominant in the uh, the Edmonton blowouts and the third Edmonton game as well. I thought was a really good one. Um, yeah, but they didn't dominate this level at five on five. Yeah, which has been like kind of the big knock against this team that, all season. That first long. period, that first period was unreal. Yeah, it was crazy. The, the second period as well, like. The the Connor Garland wraparound goal as a like answer to that was unreal, New Jersey I was, scoring I was late. So worried at that point. Oh. At, at that point, I was like, "Oh man, this is this is gonna this is gonna end so badly." And, and oh, it and was just it was wonderful. What yeah. was it? It was 
because Pedersen scored. Yeah, Pedersen scored the the last one where it was uh, JT driving to the net, and it was like Hughes oh, to Besser to Pedersen. Great passing play, and then just like five hole, just like perfect little shot, like yeah. one little quick move. Like that was such a nice I, goal. Like I saw it a quote was just, from oh. JT after the game saying like the way that Brock and I play is like very simple hockey, and we're yeah. always trying to get a man to the net. So no matter who our winger is, like we're not going to change the style of how we, they did. They played so fucking good, man. And yeah. like the argument I wanted to make for the the Waddle line, and I guess I can make defend it staying together, which I don't know if you'd like have to do, but yeah. I know talking after the game did say some stuff like, you know, you're gonna have to switch up our line. And they did that at the end of the game too. They put out like Pedersen, um I think it was Pedersen, Mikheyev, and Lafferty or Suter, like when they were trying to defend the lead later in the game, kind of when Kuzmenko yeah. wasn't playing as much. Um yeah. Which, I mean, I'm fine with, especially if they played him as much as they did in the first two periods. And then if you need to mix it up at the end, fine. But for sure. What the fuck was my point here? Right. The argument the whole time has been like, that I hear on the radio a lot. Like McKinnon has Rantanen to run with. McDavid has Dreisaitl. Like, who does Pedersen have? And I'm kind of screaming internally saying, well, JT Miller is like fifth in the league in scoring. He has JT Miller. They just don't play with each other. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like Drysdale and McDavid don't always play each- with each other, but they can in like certain situations, depending on how the team's doing. Edmonton, yeah. by the way, in a wild card position now. I know. I, look, I was I was gonna bring that up. You know, I mean, I, it's not like I, I'm not bragging about calling my shot because it was really obvious. I think yeah. to any intelligent hockey fan, but th- that team was too good to not make the playoffs, and they're not they're not falling out of that. Now. Yeah, like I, I think. You know, I think winning the division is probably out of the question. One, that would be fucking insane. Well, but, not that they win, that they fall out. Like, yeah, they they scare the shit out of me, man. I like, I do not want to face them in the playoffs at all. I cu- I couldn't handle that. Them, them, yeah, a playoff matchup would suck ass. Um, just for like the discourse and like what I'd oh. feel if they lost. Like I, losing to be... to L.A. or Vegas seems a lot more dignified to me. I respect but, their fans a lot more. I mean, I I I hate Vegas fans, obviously, because of how spoiled they are. But at the same time, it's like you know what? They're like fun, and they're not mm-hmm. Oilers fans. Like I, I, there is no fan base I hate more than Oilers. Maybe the Blackhawks, um, but like I would rather lose to the Toronto Maple Leafs than to the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. I I couldn't. It would just be brutal. I'd rather lose to the Flames for sure. Like I, I hate the Oilers so much. I hate their fans so much. Um, and I worry that I mean that team is good enough to easily win a Stanley cup this year and go on a run. Like they could go on Stop like an it, LA King style off. run. You know what I mean? From an eighth seed. Like there's no question in my mind. Um, which yeah, I, I guess I Skinner's hate, been better so. lately, which is probably the, um, yeah, they just need league average goaltending. I, I watched right? the first like, period of them against the senators last night. And it was like yeah. a, a very boring game. Um, yeah. got spoiled with some pretty good hockey yesterday. Like the Canucks game was awesome. Um, yeah, Watched a bit of Philly and Calgary in the morning, which was like a pretty back and forth exciting game. Yeah. Caught some of the uh, Colorado and Florida game, which was, that was awesome. a crazy game. Yeah. Was that 8 um, 4 Florida? Yeah. Some good games. But, but like yeah. Florida was up 3 nothing, and then Colorado yeah. ties at 3 3. It was a really fun game. And then Colorado's that, having kind of a weird year. Really, really weird. Seems like a lot of like uh, um, turbulence there. Yeah. I, I wanted to say this on one of our last recordings. I forgot. After the Canucks played the Sens. The Senators fucking suck. Yeah, dude. I, they really do. They're they're really hard to watch. 
And yeah. in watching them against the Canucks, did anyone really pop out to you? Uh, no. <laughs> exactly. Like you hear about how young they are and then people will say like, they remind me of the Canucks last year. And it was like, well, the Canucks last year were still having like Pedersen pop the fuck off to tie games late. And yeah. you had Kuzmenko scoring 39 goals or whatever. Like there was cool stuff going on. I don't yeah. see any cool shit. The only time I noticed Brady Kachuk in the game against the Canucks was when he like fucking was roughing up El- Pedersen after the play when like Pedersen was on the ground or whatever. Brady Kachuk is someone and, and Friedman talked about this during the break yesterday about how Ottawa is not ready to trade one of their like young core pieces, uh-huh. but he's a guy that I would love for there to be like a surprise, like huge deal for, you know what I yeah. mean? Like I don't see any way of it being possible. I haven't even thought about, you know, the cap ramifications or what you would have to give up for him. It would have mm-hmm. to be a lot, obviously, because he's incredible. But can you fucking imagine if Alvin just does like a big swing yeah, dick move for a player like that? Well, they did like, say that the, the senators are mo that that Elliot um I'm gonna say it's a bomb, but tidbit from Hockey Night in Canada last night. Like the Senators are the most motivated team to make a move. Yes, but they don't want to trade in away into the core players, and they're looking to bring in like good, solid pros. Like, what does that yeah. mean? That what reminds me of do? that reminds me of the Canucks of a, like this. Remind they remind me of the Jim Benning Canucks. Yeah, that's what ways, it reminds you know? me of, man. I feel bad for for Senators fans because it's. I mean, there is light at the end of the tunnel, hopefully, but it doesn't seem like they're there yet. Like yeah. it seems like they haven't made big enough changes. Like they didn't get a new coach bump at all, right? Which is usually something. Yeah. You get. I guess it was like kind of an older coach. I guess there's rumors about Barube going there, which is another. I guess he, that would make sense. He might do I mean, the, that, the old talk it like structure defense, but that's what like Jacques Martin is supposed to be good at, right? Yeah, yeah. So I I haven't seen that really at all. I know fucking uh, Stutzla leads all 21 and younger players in points. I mean, he looks great. I yeah, but like that, I don't even think he looked great in that Canucks game. Maybe that's a credit to the Canucks for shutting him down. He looks slightly yeah. better in that Oilers one that I watched. Like I have yeah. Stutzla in a couple of fantasy leagues, so I try and catch some sends and kind of give him the old "Let's go, guys! Let's get Stutzla some points." But yeah. it, they're so boring to watch, and like yeah. I don't know, there's some fine passes or whatever. I don't think their young core is that good from what i've they seen ha- well it's weird because like the young core is all like locked up too right they yeah. locked them all up for like eight years so they they have them for a while like i think their big issue and it seems to have been and this is just from an outsider who doesn't pay attention to, to them that much yeah. but my understanding is like their goaltending has just been dog shit for so long and they keep getting really unlucky where like you know they had cam talbot last year yeah, and he wasn't he wasn't good for them, and now he's good with LA, and obviously LA is a better team. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing with Gustafsson a couple yeah. of years ago, right? They they let him go. He goes to Minnesota, and he's great. Um, not as not as good this year, but but still a good goalie. And then Corpusalo is like, yeah, well, like, whatever, you know, like he's fine, but he's correct. and then I, I For, think I heard, Forsberg sucks. Like, I, I think I heard this on Puck Soup the other week. Uh, credit to Lambert. Like, are we really surprised that Corpusalo hasn't been good and fucking? No, he was a Columbus. Goalie. Yeah, he, he was the Columbus, Columbus goalie forever. Yeah. yeah, fucking wasn't very good there. Goes yeah. to L.A. 
And I mean, he's good in LA, but he's playing behind LA's defense. Yeah, exactly. And then he goes into to, to Ottawa, and we're all suddenly surprised that he sucks. Versus yeah, like Talbot, a- who sucked when he was playing behind that Senators team, is now magically good when he's playing in front of LA. Like I think it yeah. says more about LA and For also sure. overall like the Senators' defensive quality than it does yeah. about also, any of those specific goalies, right? Speaking of, speaking of Lambert, I do want to shout him out. Oh, for yeah. That was great. The, his Elite Prospects uh, headline, uh, which was for uh, the the Kraken goalie, Joey Decord. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was Joey's World Tour. And then the subhead was Peep This Out. It's a joke <laughs> for like, I mean, it's a joke for like the the you know, the 10 go off Kings blocked party fans who are also EP ringside subscribers, but yeah. man, it, it hit, it hit good. It was so nice to see EP ringside, by the way, if you're a hockey fan listening to this, which presumably you are, it really is fantastic. It's really, it's really good for like draft stuff, especially. Um, but, but Ryan stuff on there, take town, all that stuff is great too. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, no, yeah, Ryan's, uh, what we learned is, is basically why I keep a subscription throughout the year. Yeah. It's really good. Um, Man, they're paying Josh Norris eight million dollars for a long time. Yeah, he's, he's pretty. Been, he's, he's young. Been okay. He's been fine. He's, yeah, he's been solid. Um, but man, I mean, they just yeah. Well, they, when Shane Pinto comes back, it's going to be all good. Oh, that'll change everything. Yeah, that'll that'll help. I think. But uh, <laughs> it's just crazy. Like it it does it does seem like I can see the Vancouver thing where it's like okay, well they'll be good eventually. You know what I mean? Um, and maybe next year is the year. But it's the same thing with like uh, <laughs> it's the same thing with. Buffalo, right? Buffalo is not great this year either, right? So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's just kind of weird to, they, like, uh, it, it's one of those things where with the Canucks, it just it felt like for the longest time they were never going to turn it around, right? Like, ever. yeah. And then they just they eventually, and then did. they just magically, well, not magically, they turned over their entire defense and yeah. uh, changed out like most of their standing roster. Yeah, uh, with the exception of like a couple of core pieces that were locked in. So I mean, hell, maybe that's what they're trying to do. Um, yeah. Shit. Yeah, like, like, who are they moving off of that from that 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 Sens team? Let's bring it back to the Senators. Too much if they are they trying? I mean, it would ha- it would have to be or like like uh, Thomas Shabbat maybe because he's been injury prone and he's a bit older. Right? Yeah. Um, Chikrin, I guess is does he have like one year left on his deal? I one year, say? four point like, six left. That'd be. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, I think they kind of have to they, do something. They, they, they paid a bunch something. to get him, right? Like, isn't that I know. the... Well, he's well they, paid a bunch for, they paid a bunch for Dabrinkit, too, and look how that worked yeah, out. Yeah, so. that's true. At, like, at some point, they're going to have to do something, but it's like... I, like aren't, they're like... Were they last in the East? They were, yeah. right? They, they got to still be, because it, it hasn't been like they've been winning. <laughs> yeah, let's see. They are... Well, they're certainly last in their division. Man, they're 3-7-0 and in their last 10. Uh, they're 14, 21 and oh, they have 28 points. They're 10 points behind the Sabres and the Sabres suck. Yeah, they are last in the Eastern Conference by seven points. Now, granted, and this is still not going to make a huge difference for them, but they have played uh, only 35 games. They played the least games in the entire league. Yeah. So they, they are six games played behind the Blue Jackets. They, and, they have a lower seven points behind points them. percentage though than the Blue Jackets. Oh yeah, they're, they're fourth not, I mean, last in points percentage. Only Anaheim, Chicago, and, Chi- and San Jose is worse. Th- their goal differential is minus nine, which yeah. is the same as the Islanders. So like, it's not it's not as awful as you might be led to. Yeah, that's uh, fair. Believe, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just they're just such a strange team. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they're just they're just a very 
very weird team to me. <laughs> Man, oh, it's cool looking at the standings and seeing uh, seeing Canucks fourth by points percentage. I like that a lot. Yeah, first that by is, goal that, difference. That's quite nice. That's real nice. Very nice. I did very, you see nice. Jay Fresh did the updated um, goals above expected? Yes, today. Canucks are still. Because I'm still right way up there, but I mean, it's like, yeah, it's good company that they've been with. Oh, absolutely. Like yeah. Boston, Winnipeg, New York. And I get that maybe it says the same thing about those teams that they're expected to get shittier, but yeah. Hey, I'm going to, I'm hey. going to enjoy it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Only third and goal saved above expected. Okay. Boston, Pittsburgh, Vancouver, Winnipeg. Yeah. Um, I guess like speaking of Elliot Friedman, so there's some stuff from him on Friday, I think a little bit on hockey night about Kuzmenko and where the Canucks are at. So yeah, I guess they had a, they had a sit down heart to heart before Christmas, um, Kuzmenko and talk it where basically they like, yeah, they had a heart to heart and like, this is what you got to do. Um, and then he was back to being scratched. So they said it felt maybe a little bit different that time. And I might be just amalgamating uh, uh, Dollywall and Friedman reporting. Yeah. Uh, I know Friedman said if there was a deal out there for Kuzmenko that the Canucks liked, it would have been done by now. Which that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. Um, it, but like Kuzmenko's camp has also come out and said like they, they don't really want to trade their priorities to make it work in Vancouver. So, yeah. I mean, I guess we'll see. Uh, I get also after the was it after the game or was it on Friday night? There was the Drance Dolly Wall article that came out in the Athletic about like trade rumors percolating around the Canucks. Yeah, um, Jake Gensel mentioned again. Jake Gensel uh, mentioned again, and then there was an Athletic article coming out where basically he said he's unsure about his future. So the tinfoil okay. hat thing would be that. Wow, there was two leaks about the Canucks being interested in him, and then the day after, there's yeah. an article about like, I don't know if I'm going to resign. We'll see how it goes. If that's like preparing markets to be ready yeah. for something, and I mean, man, this has been said so a thousand sick. times already. It's it's in line with what like uh, Rutherford's done in the past, right? Yeah, absolutely, man. That would be so sick. God, that would rock. Yeah, I I would love I would love Gensel on the Canucks. Yeah, and like I guess we should um, let everybody know that we don't think he's probably going to be a long term fit. That would just be pure rental, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know how you would resign him. I don't like the with the cap situation, but crazier things have happened. You yeah, know? I part of me feels that there might be something weird happening with Heronic. I don't know why. I just got a feeling. You mean you think they're gonna trade him? Or? I don't know. I just don't think that they're gonna give him like a huge big money deal. Yeah, maybe that's I mean, wishful I, thinking. But like, do you really do you see them signing him for like seven times eight? I don't know. I mean, I think like they're gonna sign. I think they're gonna sign him to a big deal. I don't think they want to let him go for nothing, right? I think you're. Well, I guess they would. It trade wouldn't be for nothing. If, I think it would be trading yeah. and then maybe use that money elsewhere. Uh, it's I don't know. He's it's hard to say, so right? Because he's he's year. been a yeah. top pair right wing, not right wing, right shot defenseman playing alongside yeah. Quinn Hughes, and Hughes but that does have a lot of value. And, and I mean, that's interesting. What you bring up is that his value has only gone up, right? Yeah, which like, like the the RFA arbitration eligible like 
You probably haven't seen as strong of an arbitration. Fuck me. Let's try that again. <laughs> you probably haven't seen an arbitration case as strong for a defenseman since Shea Weber. Yeah, was uh, arbitration eligible. So, yeah, yeah like, I, he might not have a lot of trade value for that reason because it's like whoever trades for him will be in the same position, right? Yeah, um, unless it was like a sign and trade type deal, but. You open that up. Like, is he going to be meaningfully better than signing like a Brett Pesci in UFA? If that's something that you think you can do, yeah. I mean, that's interesting. I I, I never really considered trading him before, but uh, you, it it is a chip, and it's like crazier things have happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he like his value has has only gone up, like you said. I mean, probably probably um, just like the the smart money would be on them him resigning, but. We're not going to see, I highly doubt we see anything happen with Rona before we know how the, the Pedersen situation is going to go. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just a, just a feeling I had. Just kind of like last year where I felt like they wouldn't qualify Ethan Bear around this yeah. time. And yeah. granted, there's like other circumstances there. He got hurt and then I'm sure they would have given him a qualifying offer if he hadn't gone to the world championships and was was healthy he probably would have had a similar deal to yeah what he got in washington but yeah we'll see yeah that's that's interesting that's i I think that's gonna get the discord talking a little bit yeah maybe i'm completely like uh off base here but no i i like i said i think crazier things have happened and and he is a trade chip but it's also at the same time i just think that like when you watch him play and you watch the canucks play etc like I think his counting stats look better than he's looked on the ice. Sure. I think there's definitely some defensive lapses there, which I mean, maybe you take that to an arbitrator, but I mean, if that happens, he's going to get a big, big uh, payout regardless of like, look at him, like cough up the puck behind the net or look at him sprawl like Tyler Myers on this back check. Like there's not enough of that, I think to meaningfully hurt his value, but I think there might be enough there where management's like, is this really our guy? Yeah. Accusation yeah. cost was high. It was, but I think you can. I think you can get at least at the very least, you're getting that exact amount back. Yeah, or you're Ottawa. trading him for another <laughs> like young player. Yeah, like I. Yeah, you might be onto something. You might be onto something, Aaron. Thank I mean, look, you. Cr- I, I hope it doesn't happen because I'm gonna have to buy his jersey by the end. Oh of the yeah, year. that's I've, true. I, yeah, I, I should just I... buy. I, I should just buy it now, right? I should just get it over with, probably. Like yeah, so, just, so I can like wear it during the year. Yeah, maybe. I probably the only should. Thing is, I, like, I'm, Especially before it's uh, fanatics only, if they do resign him. Yeah, right? I'm really on the fence. So for anyone that doesn't know, we we did little bets with ourselves about it. if the Canucks make the playoffs. I said yeah, I was going to buy at a, the start of the year when when it was not a guarantee. Yeah, I said uh, I said I was going to buy a JT Miller jersey, now. and yeah. then Stefan said he was going to get a Hronik jersey. Which, it right. would be funny if the JT Miller jersey turned out to be like the better investment. I mean, I think it, it could be. Well, he he's already signed long term. Yeah, so. that's true. He's going to be around for a while. Yeah, and like if it turns to shit, like it would be funny to have a Louis Erickson jersey in in twenty eighteen. Yeah, exactly. So like, and I Louis mean, Erickson Hron- never had like a good like period for the Canucks. So yeah, having a Hronik jersey if they don't resign him <laughs> is like the equivalent of having like a Christian Ehrhoff jersey, right? Which is yeah. like that's accept- that's acceptable. I think that's allowed. Um. So yeah, I mean. 
Man, you you got me thinking though. Now I'm 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 thinking a little bit here. Yeah, that's that's interesting <laughs> about about the jersey purchasing time. Like part of me is hopeful that they're going to switch to skate full time or do some sort of jersey thing in the off yeah. season. And maybe this is wishful thinking, but it would be really cool to get a like white skate JT Miller jersey oh, if that then becomes a thing. I would love that. Yeah, that would be. That I would, would love be so that sick. for me. But yeah. then you also run the risk of it being fanatics, right? Yes. So, yeah. which is obviously very unfortunate. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have uh Orca that doesn't say well, that's not true. Because I have like a like a West Coast Express. I have a couple of Orca jerseys. 3 yeah. actually. <laughs> One was a more recent what a, what a, But what other jerseys have they worn this year? Like it's so basically like, it doesn't say Vancouver over the Orca, right? Yeah. So I have like a blue one with Kessler on the back that says Vancouver over top in that style. Yeah. And I also bought like one of those cheap one, like knockoff ones from China that says yeah. Besser on the back, but they're still rocking the Vancouver over the Orca. So I don't have, don't mm-hmm. have one of those. So would it be like a completely redundant Jersey just with a different like nameplate? Yeah. What I really want is that blue to green gradient, um, reverse retro, but the only one that's being sold is like, yeah, it's still on eBay. They're asking yeah. six hundred and fifty dollars for it. That's so crazy. Canadian. That's nuts. Bastards. Man. Yeah, that's 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 a little too much. I yeah. feel like. Well, I'm not gonna buy anything now because I'm I'm in trade school and thusly poor, but that's right after Christmas. That's right yeah, after right. Christmas. So we'll we'll let yeah. it settle. I'll probably just do it in the offs. And like, even if they make sorry, not even if they make the playoffs, even with the fanatic stuff coming up, I'm sure there's gonna be some like There'll be Adidas leftovers, ones you can still buy, Adidas but the problem is, I feel off. like the pr- the price might go up on them because they're oh, like yeah, actually that's true. good, right? So like, part of me is like, man, I should just get this now, probably, mm-hmm. maybe, um, because I'm gonna try to go to a couple games. Um, uh, my dad and I want to go to a couple games this Hell year. Yeah, uh, I think I I said before we we still have like leftover because we had season tickets, for, right? Yeah, dur- during the Jason Magna years. <laughs> And we still have like a bunch of like credits on our account or whatever. So mm-hmm. we were going to put that towards like a couple of games, just like get like really good tickets mm-hmm. uh, and go for a couple of games. So maybe I'll just buy a Jersey then. Um, but yeah, I, I, I kind of want to get the Hornet Jersey. Like maybe, maybe it's like once they're, they're guaranteed a hundred percent. Yeah. In, once they, I mean? once they're locked once they in. Clinch. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's probably the smart way to do it. And it'll probably just be the, the skate one, but. Man, it that you're right. That would be so sick if they're like, we're going full time skate, because the uh, I love the white skaters. Yeah, it's so it's nice. And I'd like to see the the updated version of it because the updated version mm-hmm. has grown on me. You know? Yeah, I know. I like I'm, it a lot I'm more than when it. I first saw it. Yeah. Well, and you are you just got a a huge got, black skate jersey the, for Christmas. I got the so. huge jersey. Yeah, with the captain C on yeah. it. It's great. Oh man, it's so nice. Okay. Oh. Speaking of uh, making playoffs, I am on Money Puck right now, looking at their playoff odds. Money Puck has good Stanley Cup odds for them. Yeah, right? no, the they've changed. So we've like complained. Well, they've had bad Cup odds in the past, but it seems right. like since the last time I looked, they're they're putting a lot more respect on the name. So to make playoffs, Canucks are fourth based on their metrics, ninety seven point eight percent. Okay. Um, only behind New York, Winnipeg, and Florida. Okay. Right, we talked about this in Discord. Yeah, Winnipeg's been doing really good. They've like, what is it? Uh. Hellebuck hasn't let in more than two goals since like late Dude, November. Winnipeg scares me. Canucks are playing them pretty soon. I feel yeah, like. that's going to be um, a really good game. They've like um, elevated 
Ehlers up the lineup like they should have done years ago, and it's yeah. uh, it's really working out well for them. Um, I feel good for them. I know they're having some like attendance issues earlier in the year. I've never had anything against Winnipeg as I, a, a I've always franchise liked Winnipeg. or fan base. I feel like Winnipeg and the Canucks have never. I mean, I guess in the early nineties they they played a yeah, couple times. But we're like, too young for that. We're we're too young for that, and also like I don't know, we're we're both like loser franchises, right? So I, yeah. I feel like we we have like we haven't understand and Winnipeg like doubly so, right? Because like their original franchise is a huge loser franchise. Yeah, and, and then they, and then they got they the, they got the Atlanta loser franchise. Yeah, so they have like almost double the loser energy, really. Um, but yeah, I think uh, you know. Um, I, I have nothing against Winnipeg. Obviously, if we play them in the playoffs I, I would, or whatever, I, I would, would love a Winnipeg Vancouver conference final. Could you imagine? Oh man, that would be so intense. And then it's like that, two loser fan bases where one of them gets to go to the cup finals. The I only thing that, that would suck about that is like, I think if Winnipeg made the cup finals, I would, I would hate them for being the Canucks in the conference finals. I but would, then but I'd I, also I, want I, them to win because of like the, the sad club. I want I want less clubs in. We've discussed this many mm-hmm. times before, but if the Canucks aren't going to win a Stanley Cup, I want them to be the only team that yeah. doesn't have one. I want us to be the only fan base that is allowed to complain about anything, and Absolutely. we're well on our way, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I uh, you know, obviously, with when St. Louis was in the final, they were against Boston, but I would have cheered for them regardless. Uh, Washington was cheering for you know, like I I I need other teams out of the sad club, so it's just the Canucks. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I need. So, yeah. On, on that note, that's just like a fun fantasy to have about a, you know, a Winnipeg Vancouver Conference Final. I think it'd be a good jersey matchup. Yeah, you get the whiteout in Winnipeg too, and it'd be pretty yeah. intense. Yeah, um, yeah, that would be awesome. Odds? The NHL that would be the NHL's fucking nightmare. Oh though. yeah, that would also be like a really funny part of it too, because it means like Vegas and LA got knocked out. You don't have Connor yeah. McDavid there anymore. Um, yeah, like Colorado and Dallas as well would be two other markets you'd probably much rather see in a finals. But... Ima- imagine like a Winnipeg Florida final. I mean, I guess like the <laughs> NHL would be happy with Florida being in there, but like the TV ratings would be so They'd be bad. so awful. Um, yeah. <laughs> What 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 would be another? What would be a funnier team to come out of the East? Uh, Winnipeg, Ottawa, Carolina like, final would like, be pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, Carolina or like obviously Ottawa's not going to. But if Ottawa, yeah, it would be like, like a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Philly, maybe Philly, Winnipeg. I think Philadelphia, like a, but Philadelphia <laughs> has no a, way. It's a big city. There's no and, fucking way. Yeah, and no. it's also like East. I mean, Winnipeg, coast, anyone coast, would, like, Winnipeg, anyone would be bad ratings. Like yeah. even Winnipeg, New York. Like just having Winnipeg there mm-hmm. is not. That's like maybe the least attractive team to American hockey fans yeah. and like no, like casual fans. And no offense to Winnipeg, Vancouver's sort of unattractive. Like any Canadian team, really, yeah. like, in like Toronto or Montreal. So, um, like even Edmonton has McDavid, but as a city, it's not exactly yeah, the most glamorous. Like, yeah. So, um, but odds to win the division outright right now from uh, Money Puck. Yeah, actually forty eight point four percent. The only other teams okay. ranked more lightly to win their division are the Rangers and the uh, Panthers, and then actually Winnipeg's fourth, and then Colorado's fifth. Comparatively, yeah. like right now, they have Vegas at twelve point two percent and yeah. LA at twenty seven point nine. So it seems wow. like these fluctuate a lot more than like yeah, dumb decisions because Vegas model. has been pretty cold recently. Vegas has been dog shit. I, they won yeah. last night, but I think that brings them to like two wins in their last eight or so. 
Yeah. Um, they like haven't been good at all. They've really been uh, floundering. They're performing in a way where if Vancouver was performing like that, we'd be losing our goddamn minds. Yes. It would be uh, unbearable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they have, um, they've lost six out of their last eight. Yeah, they have not been good. Seven out of their last ten, I guess. I mean, the Canucks really haven't had a period like that this season. Um, and I, you know, I was I was sort of worried. I was like, man, if they lose this game to New Jersey, that's two losses in a row. Then they're headed into back to back against the Rangers and the Islanders. Like mm-hmm. this could easily slip out of control. But you know, they're one and one on the road trip right now. St. Louis game is a write off. New mm-hmm. Jersey game, they looked fucking fantastic. Obviously, some score effects at the end. Yeah. Um, that Dakota Joshua empty net goal was so sick. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, Especially for him, like boy. making up for the making up for the penalty. Yeah, make- and there was the the missed call on JT Miller. Um, if you watch like the slow mo replay, it looks like Luke Hughes dived a little bit, but uh, yeah. or dove. But I think he's legitimately skilled enough that he was like, I don't want to land on my face here. I'm mm-hmm. going to sort of turn around, and he was already on one leg. So I, I think it that was very lucky. But we know that like NHL refs are not going to co- make a call like that unless it's like someone getting slashed in the yeah. face. Yeah, like I think if that happened against the Canucks, I would have been like kind of oh. upset. It was definitely it, it a trip. Been like it also looked the, like the Rangers Luke sold it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, I said the differences. I guess the Canucks, uh, they didn't score immediately right after though, right? Like the the empty net goal happened like a minute or so after the fact. But yeah, yeah great work by by Dakota Joshua there. Joshua rocks. Um, He's great. All the He's time fantastic. in the world for Joshua. Yeah. Uh, LA's also lost their last four straight. Yeah, they've cooled down a little bit too. They've been quite bad at home. Yeah. So they'll probably write that uh, today against Washington and uh, yeah. starts in like five minutes. But um, yeah, that's why they've dropped down in odds as well. And then our favorite thing to think about. Yeah. The win cup odds, baby. Oh boy. They're here we go. 8%. Okay. Yeah. They haven't been fourth. Somehow, right. like it, they have Colorado as first, which is odd to me. Maybe just because yeah. McKinnon's been so so shit hot. Then Florida nine point two. So I guess we got a, a preview of the uh, Cup final last night. Carolina, Vancouver, Dallas, weirdly New Jersey, Edmonton, yeah. then L.A. Yeah, Toronto, Winnipeg, Vegas, New York Rangers. So make of that what you will. But it is yeah. fun to think about and be in that conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, nothing to complain about. Yeah. I mean, what, what do you, what do you think about, uh, this upcoming, uh, schedule, this upcoming oh. for the Canucks? Cause we're going to record probably on, on Wednesday or Thursday. So yeah. they'll have played the Rangers and the Islanders by yeah, then, so they back have Rangers back. Islanders back to back. That's going to be pretty tough, right? I, I really I, hope they I come out imagine. to play against the Rangers tomorrow, uh, especially given yeah. how that last game went and the Rangers being yeah. another team at the top of the league. Um, Islanders, obviously they beat him in overtime before, uh, that Bo Horvat Barzell line has been, uh, really good. good. Yep. Uh, or playing it like point per game over point per game. Um, yeah. And, uh, then they got the penguins after and the Sabres is going to be a fun week of hockey. Damn. Yeah. No, it's going to be really good. Um, the back to backs are going to be interesting, but it's not like they're really gonna have to travel. So that's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's kind of funny with uh, back to our Heronic thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. effectively, what the Canucks did was they took their their center depth and Bo Horvat and traded it for Heronic, and then I guess Atu Ratu. Yeah. Um, if they weren't to re-sign Heronic at that money, then 
what are you using it to get another defender or do you be using it to shore up center depth? And then you're kind of like right back in square one yeah. where they would have been if they re-signed Horvat and he like performed at that. So like, yeah. do you think that this, this connect team probably isn't where they are if it's not for those deals? So maybe that's yeah. a, a rationale for wanting to keep Ronick and maybe the overall impact is, is more than the, the gaffes that you see. And even if it is less than his, his offensive production. I think so. Yeah, that's I, I think that's the case. We're sort of like even at points wise now. Like I know he slowed down a bit after he slowed down a bit, but I think he's still in in pretty good shape. Isn't it crazy to sure. to hear him talk and then like hear his Czech accent because he looks I know he looks like incredibly <laughs> just like like a North American to me. He looks uh, like a lumberjack. Yeah, with the big beard and everything. Yeah, and so I thought he just like had you know lineage that would date yeah. back to. <laughs> No, no, he is he's straight up from Czechia. Um okay, he has one assist in his last six games. Okay. Three in his last ten. So yeah, he's he's certainly slowed down. But still thirty points in thirty nine games this year. That's that's really oh, that's good. Still fanta- that's very, very good, yeah. Uh nothing to sneeze at. No. So. Yeah, yeah, I guess we can keep him. <laughs> <laughs> um I, what other news and notes we got? Susie was back last night. Susie looked really good. He looked good. Zadorov Susie, was hurt. Apparently. Yeah, Zadorov day to day. Hopefully, just a maintenance thing. Sounds um, like it. They also had Mark Freeman warming up yesterday. Yeah, was he? What was his? In, is it a concussion? What was the injury? He, he. I feel like we just. He just disappeared off the face of the earth. Oh no, he. Uh, he's been or healthy. He just, they just haven't is, been is playing he, him because like Juleson's been, been scratch. Like, yeah, admittedly, very, very quite good. Um, yeah, yeah, especially on the PK, like he's been their best penalty killing defenseman. So you're not going to yeah. take him out of the lineup for uh, Mark Friedman's um, how you say puck moving abilities. Yes. But uh, they had him. Yeah, they had Friedman take the warm up this past game against the Devils, but he also did it against the Blues. And you might recall against the Blues, they had Kuzmenko take the warm up as well. Yeah. Um. I think there were some like game time decisions for players, which is why they would be doing that. So I assume yeah. he was doing it like Friedman was doing it during the blues game. Cause maybe Zadorov wasn't quite ready to go. And he's like, ah, I can do it. But now that they have Susie coming back, he's like, all right, I'm going to take a game or two off to rest. Um, that makes sense. Maybe there's yeah. another defenseman that's in the same boat. Uh, yeah. I don't know who, but it's completely reason or they just want to let him skate a little bit more. But I think it's more likely that, they're just a little bit banged up. No, just owies, not injuries, but yeah, it's maybe something that like players are unsure about. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think that makes sense, man. It's, it is nice having Susie back though. Oh yeah. It's, it's super nice. It's a great problem to have being like, I wonder who they're going to scratch. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's just having, having that amount of depth where it's like, Oh yeah. Like this team is like good, you know? It's, yeah. It's really nice. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, no, it kind of part of me feels like it's it's summer vacation and you're like, oh, man, we're going to have to go back to school soon. Right. Where yeah. it's all these guys are pending UFAs or RFAs and it's only Quinn Hughes that signs. So, you know, it's not yeah. going to last forever. Um, yeah. So I'm interested <laughs> to see how they navigate that. It's going to be a really fun off season, I think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Be, no, I'm, it has to be because there's so much that, again, has to be done with the amount of players that they have expiring. So, yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be exciting. Um, do you read anything into the last, pe- I think it's just the same. I think people are looking for a story where there's not one. I'm, I'm not 
concerned. Like I yeah. said, I think he's, I think he will resign with the Canucks. I just, I feel that is the case. I just can't see. Yeah. I can't see I, him not re- You know what I mean? Like, I just can't see it. Yeah. I think like there's maybe some hand wringing, but he, uh, he's a very stubborn dude. Yeah. And he said he wanted to wait till the end of the season. And maybe that's to see like where people are signing out with the cap going up and he's savvy and wants yeah. to get paid. Maybe it's, he wants to see how the team performs, which I mean, so far so good. No going into the season, we're like, if any, if they just get Pedersen re-signed from this season, they do enough to do that, it will yeah. be a success. And we're talking about eight percent cup odds. So, yeah, I, uh, I can't. If he doesn't re-sign based on this season, it's like, okay, well, he never wanted to be here then, right? Yeah. And it's like in that case, all right, whatever, trade him for a whole shitload. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I think it's just a lot of posturing, and I think it's a lot of people. You know, there's not a lot to complain about with the Canucks, so people no. are. People who are used to being negative about them, and that was us for a while, and I think we still are a little negative about them. Um, but yeah. Like, like, it's, you know, but I, I think people I, who are, got so locked into being negative about them haven't realized, this team is fun. You can, yeah. you can have fun. I, mean, okay I, I don't to, want to spend, okay to like, fun. so much you know, emotional capital and just time of my life watching games sure. like 12 to 15 yeah. hours a week, just watching, let alone like my commutes yeah. where I'm listening to other people talk about the guns. It's, et it is, it is emotionally exhausting yeah. to be mad about your team all the time. Like it was just, it's uh, that's nice why to have we, a little bit of optimism as a tree. Stopped, yeah. That's why we just like stopped watching them for a while. Right. Yeah, that's like, why Benning yeah. broke me. Like there is, yeah. there's no, so like the fact that you can maybe see some light at the end of the tunnel and like, yeah, Hey, if they if they were to win a cup unsustainably, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd no, be dope. I'll take it. You know. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, yeah. So I guess the the other thing I did want to briefly get into before we stop. Yeah, we started recording a little bit later. I'm just looking at my clock, but not the yeah, not the recording timer. A little inside baseball for you guys. That yeah. uh, Dolly Wall Drance article in the Athletic talks a lot about Kuzmenko. Um, Right now, it's a quote situation isn't in a good place. Um, Kuzmenko agent Dan Milstein, however, tells the Athletic that his client remains committed to making it work for Kuzmenko in Vancouver. Yeah, they have a close working relationship, touch base regularly. Uh, so even though Milstein agitated to get Zadorov out of Calgary, it's a different dynamic. Both he and Kuzmenko want the situation to work in, out in Vancouver. And uh, I mean, I think if Kuzmenko plays like he did last night, like. Sure, I'd like to see his. He floats a bit in the defensive zone, but yeah, but that's like, that's kind of always going to be the case. Like, yeah, I don't think that's going to change. But like soon. seeing how hard he was skating offensively, and he seemed to be taking shorter shifts from what I could gather. He wasn't yeah. a complete liability on defense. Like I know if you're keeping, you know, JT Miller playing a certain way, you can't let other players slip on it as well. So I do get where Takas coming from, and I also think yeah. Takas won the benefit of the doubt. But I liked Kuzmenko's game yesterday. I, yeah. I liked seeing him generate on that line. And it almost it seemed like for the first time, really, that I've watched him play, that Kuzmenko on him, a line by himself was a bit more of an actual driver. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. So I don't know what the what's so special about having Pew Suter there, but they got some looks. Uh, teams around the league, there are still teams calling with a Western Conference side showing real interest. I wonder who that could Ooh. be. I don't know. Like I'm presumably someone in the central. Yeah. Like da- I, Dallas, maybe Dallas or Colorado. Yeah. I don't know. I think maybe, um, Chicago would be another one that would be interested. Right. Cause they don't care well, they, about winning right now, but they do care true. about That's like entertaining. And I think 
Kuzmenko playing with Bedard would be really fun to watch, especially if they don't it, care it about the, uh, Unfortunately, the end result. It, w- it would be. Yeah, um, you're right. I mean, if uh, if Bedard's healthy, even yeah, that that team is that beat sucks. Up. I, it sucks for Bedard, but you know, I it could not happen to a worse fan base, and yeah. a worse franchise. So they fucking deserve it. I, I would never wish harm on a future Canuck like Bedard. But, no, um, of course not. But I would wish harm on on their all of their fans yeah. and and the team and everyone who runs the team. Yeah. So it's good that that happened to them. It's bad in that obviously Bedard rocks mm-hmm. and. It, luckily, it's just his jaw. I think that's that should be easy enough to get over for an yeah, NHL player. But it's just like whether or not there's going to be surgery. He might not play yeah. when Chicago's in Vancouver later this oh, month. I, which he's is a, he's a hundred he's a hundred percent not playing. He's I think he's going to be out for like a month probably. God at least, damn. So. Um, um, that's pretty funny be because a, that was like the, the most expensive ticket in Vancouver. Yeah, they're going to yes. send Jason Dickinson to the All Star game. Or are they going to do God, a Seattle who would and like sand? Oh fuck! I mean, I don't think they deserve a replacement. No, at that point. no, not at all. Like, yeah, I, I, I think legitimately you replace him with a good player. So that's no one else on Chicago. Yeah, no, like I, I think it's like of their healthy players. Dickinson is second in points. Dickinson being an all-star would be worse than Rory Fitzpatrick being an all-star. Yeah, you, you know who's fourth in points amongst non-injured Chicago Blackhawks? Corey Perry. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, you know who they would send? It would be it would be Philip Kurashev probably. I think that's who they would probably send, which is so insane to think about. Yeah. Um, Especially when you're like, what are you going to do? Have Brock Besser sitting at home? Come on. Let's get him in the game. I don't think they'll give Chicago a replacement, hopefully. But um, yeah, I mean, and the All-Star game is stupid anyway, so who cares either Mm -hmm. way. But yeah, I I think um, the one big downside is it makes Chicago, like, I think even worse than San Jose at this point and the front runner for finishing last yeah, uh, which, which is I mean, maybe really that's good for them getting Celebrini, but oh, it's awful for every other fan base. Though. Yeah, it's so bad if that happens. So hopefully it doesn't. But you know, I hope Celebrini goes <sighs> to the Sharks. There's, there's, oh yeah, there's that, that history makes so there, sense. and fucking yeah, the Sharks kind of deserve it. The Sharks absolutely deserve it. Or maybe so they don't deserve it after fumbling that uh that Will Smith pick. Well, he's looked better recently. I mean, I think you still want Mitchkov over him, but yeah. it's not like it's better than like the Rhinebacker pick, you know? Um, oh, so yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, Ryan Leonard <laughs> looking pretty good, huh? That whole line looks really, yeah. really good. Yeah. That was another They're, one where it's like if the Canucks just tanked a little bit more. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. It, I mean, well, Will Anders was. It was overall a very positive. Uh, WJC for the, the Canucks prospects that were there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the last thing in this this article here, like asking will the Canucks go all in, which is kind of a major topic of discussion on this show. Uh, bring up, you know, Beckman Larson buyout is going to be coming up soon. Uh, yeah, all the nearly all the team's defenders are on expiring deals. We talked about that today, and of course, JT Miller will continue to get older. Um, is it possible that the team's competitive window isn't just open? But that, in subtle ways, the Canucks should approach the deadline with a real win-now urgency. Ooh, they yeah. They absolutely should. Let's they, go. They 100% should. Fucking, Fucking trade it. your first. Um, I think the nice thing is they're they're allegedly not considering trading Willander or LeCaramacchi, which is fine by me at this point. But I think every other prospect should be on the table. Yeah. I think their first-round pick should be on the table this year. I think their first-rounder next year should be on the table. Who gives a fuck at this point? You, This is your window. You have to and, go for it. And that's what they report in this article, too. So it goes on to talk yeah. about, like... Rutherford's past history acquiring people. Um, yeah, it doesn't say in the article, but like even Trevor Daly in uh, Pittsburgh, you're like, yeah, what are they doing? and that like really helped them on their cup run. 
Um, and then obviously like Mark Recchi and Doug Waite when they Carolina won in 2006. Yeah. Um, a move to acquire a big name player or two sends a significant message to an NHL locker room and is believed the Canucks management is weighing whether such a maneuver could have a similar impact in Vancouver. If the team decides to go big, then the Canucks 2024 first round pick and some of their top prospects, but based on our sense of the matter, probably not LeCarrie Mackey or Willander would have to be in play. Um, and then yeah, it goes on to talk fine, about that's fine. Like yeah. who, who would you who would you miss? Like even like Hunter, yeah, hundred uh, percent. That, that would be that would be rough. Um, but he's also like the, to me, it's like the Forsling deal, except they'd be targeting a good player. Because the problem with the Forsling deal wasn't necessarily like that they traded Gustav Forsling. You sold high on him. Obviously, he's still a really good NHLer. Yeah. The problem was who they targeted, right? Was, so that was Tyler selling, Madden, right? No, it, it was, was Adam um, Clendenning. It was Adam Clendenning. Tyler Madden was who they traded for to Foley, which in retrospect doesn't Tyler matter. Madden right. Yeah. Has got, he's been injured a lot, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate for him. But I, I do think, um, you know, like uh, if, if you're trading Rustevich for a player who's going to help, like actually be good. The problem was they were trying to trade Forsling for a prospect who was like slightly ahead in his development. Yeah. Cause they were, they were like, we have to fill the age gap. Remember that bullshit? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh God. And it just like didn't work. I'm so obviously. happy we haven't said retool on the fly like at all this oh, year. <laughs> no age gap. No look. The only age gap discourse I want to talk about is like the like actual age gap discourse yeah. between like celebrities. Okay, folks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I think if you sell high on him now, like his you are basically because he was he a third round pick, uh, right? Yes. If you're if you're getting like a legitimately good player for essentially a third round pick, like that is that is a win, right? Mm-hmm. Like even if Brusevich goes on to be an NHL defenseman, and I don't know, I think that's the type of player that you smart teams do sell high on, right? Because you are getting more value than than what it originally cost to draft that player. Yeah, right? like I mean, if it's a part of a Jake Gensel trade and the money works and they make like a real deep playoff run, a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, the only untouchables to me are Willander and Lakaramaki, unless you are trading them in like a Brady Kachuk style deal. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, that's like the only acceptable thing is you're getting that level of player back. But yeah. I just, I don't, I don't see that I happening. I don't see that happening strangers, at all. Look, yeah. this, this, this management group, they take big swings and mm-hmm. they have a history of taking big swings and they have a history of like understanding when a team's window is open. Right. Yeah. Like that's the thing is like, if this was Jim Benning in charge and they were somehow playing like this, I would still be so worried. Right. Because I'm like, man, he's going to do something to sewer this. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas with these guys in charge, they're smart. They've proven to be smart. They've proven to have good pro scouting. They've proven to have good amateur scouting so far too. It looks like. Yeah. And so I have complete faith in kind of whatever they're going to do. Um, and I think they've earned that faith and it's so refreshing <laughs> to say that. Yeah. I cannot ex- express enough how refreshing it is to not worry about what your management is going to do. Right. Cause with Jim Benning, it was never it, like, even, even when they like, it's just, it was always like, man, even if this team somehow is good, he's going to fuck it up because he's a total moron. Yeah. Right. And and now it's like I don't have that worry, and it's just such a relief. Well, and that's what fills me with a bit more confidence too. That's what like gives me not even fills me with more confidence, but gives me just like a a glisten of hope. Is like, oh, this management team has like built cup winning teams before. And yes. I mean, you could say the same about like Shirelli, right? But yeah, the difference being like Rutherford's success has been repeatable. 
Yeah. Be it with Sidney Crosby and Kenny Malcolm. Like there's, there's some nice stuff going on there, but like, I it's still a credit. Like Edmonton hasn't won a cup yet. Knock on wood. Right. Like it yeah. goes beyond just having good players. So just the fact that there is a, a history there does make a little glisten of hope, but yeah, sure. wrap it up yeah. beyond Jake Gensel. They also talk about Buffalo Sabres forward, Jordan Greenway. Or two names that they keep hearing in connection with the Canucks, which is interesting because there's also Greenway chatter last year uh, when he was still in in Minnesota. Yeah. So, I mean, not great that they're looking into like he's a player that might get traded again after being bounced around. He's got one more year left at three million dollars. Jordan Greenway, of course, is a six foot six forward, which is something that the Canucks could probably use. I mean, more size is good. More Especially size in the playoffs, for the playoffs, right? Like, and I yeah. know that's been a fear of this management team is that the Canucks aren't big enough. Yeah, um, he's really streaky, I think. I mean, you're not getting him for like offense, obviously. No, I just think in with the bottom a, six for sure. I remember him in in like the World Juniors and stuff because I think he was on the US uh he was on like the US National Development mm-hmm. team and played for them in on, in juniors. I want to say he was on the development team. I could be wrong, but I remember him being like, oh man, if this guy takes off, he's going to be yeah, insane so because he's like 6'6". Six, six, he's, he's this huge guy. Yeah, 6'6", six, six, 225, um, 26 years old. So kind of in that age of players that they've been looking to acquire. Uh, he's been on and off hurt this year, but he has 10 points in 28 games. And when I was looking at his like game by game thing, he is certainly streaky with it. Um, last season was his worst in the NHL. In 60 games, he only had 11 points. But prior to that, he had he was at basically a half point per game uh, in Minnesota when he was younger. So 27 points in 62 games, 32 points in 56 games, 28 in 67 games. So 10-ish goal scorer. Actually yeah. better at, at getting assists. Like his uh, 32-point season, he had six goals, 26 assists. Um, could be useful. And yeah. what I'm thinking might make sense is a like Greenway for Kuzmenko swap, assuming Kuzmenko would be willing to waive to go to Buffalo, which I guess would be like a a big part of it, right? Is he has like a limited NTC, but it would yeah. save the Canucks a little bit of money. Uh, Buffalo has the space to acquire and like take that hit. Yeah, they're definitely getting the more skilled player. Um, so that that'd be like an interesting route to go potentially. I don't know what else other types of trades you could do to make that really work because it's going to have to be money in money out in, in some way. Uh, yeah. And then finishes off here saying like, well, a top six forward is seen as an area of greater need for this club, which I'd agree with. Um, especially if it's like a top six C that allows you to play the uh, lotto, not yeah, play the lotto line with more confidence because I think that level of five on five domination is something that they're going to need going down the stretch. Yeah. Um, if Vancouver decides to add blue line reinforcements, which is how Rutherford's Penguins approached the trade deadline in 2016 and 2017 ahead of their back-to-back cup runs, remember Trevor Daly again, um, there's a couple right-hand defenders with local ties that we've been told to look out for, including former Canuck Chris Tanev and Coquitlam's Dante Fabro. Now, you are a sure. Dante Fabro hater. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just think, like, he's nothing special yeah uh, like I'd, I'd rather them take a bigger swing than like like that would just be like okay you have like a sixth seventh guy sort of um because i you know he's i mean he's struggling he doesn't play it for nashville all the time yeah right? yeah like, he's 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 being scratched about as frequently as kuzmenko is um for the uh 
for the for the predators. For the predators but I, I think I like I, I think mm-hmm. like on on the plus side, that means you could probably get him for cheap. Obviously, yeah. he's an RFA. Um, after he's got one more season at two and a half. Oh no, this is last season at two and a half. So he'd be a pending RFA as well. So yeah. Maybe you see him as uh, again like a Tyler Myers type replacement, cheaper. Like your that sure. can be your third pairing uh, guy. Um, I don't know. He's looked all right when the Canucks have played uh, against Nashville, but I can't sit here and say I've watched a ton of Nashville hockey this year if they haven't been playing the Canucks. I, I, he just feels like one of those guys who's kind of always, uh, you know. Uh, in trade rumors, and it's like with those types of players, it's like, okay, well, is there a problem? What value here? is there you being? Know? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm, I'd prefer Kutzel <laughs> and Tan, Tanev than I would yeah. uh, Greenway and, and Fabro. But interesting to see the name pop up and like in print as like an actual rumor and see like who they're targeting. Yeah, but uh, yeah, go Canucks, go. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening I'm, to the Nasty Sex episode, everybody. Not that nasty, I guess no, it was. It was at the nasty at the but, beginning. Uh, we pulled yeah. it together. We did pull it together. Um, Let me pull up something yeah. else nasty for you guys. Yeah, let's end on and something. Let's end on something nasty. Um, it, it sucks on uh on PC. You can't search your Instagram by people that you recently followed. Oh, you can only do that on uh, uh, on, your, on, your phone. on your telephone. Uh, yeah. So I'm just gonna go here. We're gonna kill some time. Um. Sort by default, sort by latest, and then Tokyo 200T. This guy is really horny. Um, you like have pictures of like Stewie Griffin twerking with like some sex stuff as well. That's uh, that, Stewie Griffin is a baby. I know. We got <laughs> we got to lock this guy up. Okay. Um. Pussy so tight when I pull out, it sounds like a champagne bottle pop. That's Jesus that's Christ. got a, that's got a gif of uh, Stewie dancing on it. Don't like that. Okay, I mean I don't like any of this, but uh, okay, here we go. Yeah, I eat ass, and so eat ass is like an anagram here. So okay. e, what could that what could that possibly stand for? I mean, <laughs> you will never guess it in a thousand this... fucking years. Okay, so all right, let's so, let's hear it. Yeah, I eat ass. E, enjoy her jokes. A, <laughs> assist her. T, treat her right. A, actually love her. S, spend time with her. S, suck her booty hole. Okay, so, all right. Well, Jesus Christ. Uh, all right, let's um, end the episode. What about this? If you only, got, <laughs> if you got over nine bodies, I'm good, love. Cat's only got nine lives. That pussy dead now. How can you be talking about, I let her hold my cock when i peed and then there's the the you know the emoji where it's the big like cat eyes or whatever yeah yeah you know, then you post uh, that like 25 times oh man that <laughs> that really sucks oh go canucks yeah go. i keep being uh... horny and then slut shame i hate you tokyo 200t <laughs> go canucks go you let me violate you You let me desecrate you You let me penetrate you You let me complicate you Help me I broke apart my insides Help me I got no sword to sell Help me The only thing that will
Isolation. You can have the hate that it brings. You can have my absence of faith. You can have my everything. Help me tear down my reason. Help me. It's your sex I can smell. Make me perfect. Help me become somebody else. I want to you like an animal. I want to feel you from the inside. I want you like an animal. My whole existence is flawed. You get me closer to God. Closer to God. Oh, oh, oh. 